Hello and welcome to Podcast on Purpose. This is your host, Debbie Adea, and we are going to be having some episodes coming out that are related to International Podcast Day. We did a live stream with a group of stellar podcasters where we shared the journey of podcasting together on September 30th, and we're going to be reposting some of those in audio format here on the podcast for you in case you missed it. If you would also like to go and watch the replay of the videos, you can come on over to the Pod Tribe on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Pod Tribe. Here we go with this episode on Podcast on Purpose. So, guys, this is a dear friend of mine. Her name is Melanie Benson. And Melanie Benson is a profit amplifier and has a gift for guiding fast paced, mission driven entrepreneurs to thrive financially in their work. Whether it's achieving a bold goal or scaling the reach of your business, Melanie has a proven track record of accelerating results. Melanie hosts the weekly podcast, Amplify Your Success, Amplify Your Success is author of Rewired for Wealth, co-author of Entrepreneur.com, a startup guide to starting an information marketing business, and has her success tips featured in magazines such as American Express Open Forum, Bloomberg, Business Week, Woman's Day, Parenting Magazines, and University of Phoenix Alumni Magazine. She is well-read as well as well-podcasted, and she's (laughs) on the executive team for the Women's Speakers Association and is a member of the Association of Transformational Leaders. She's a proud lifestyle enthusiast and spends her free time in search of the best spas and beaches in the world, which I love to do with her. So (laughs) so good to have you here, Melanie. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. I, I I am such a fan of podcasting as a visibility platform and as also as a connection platform, you know, it's like I just, you and I met through the podcasting world and uh, I'm so excited. We're celebrating it today and giving people an opportunity to meet some new podcast hosts, maybe find some new shows. Um, But also it's just like to really get a sense of what it's like when you become a podcaster and you tap into this really powerful community. So true. It's like the behind the scenes of what it's like truly to be in a pod tribe of people that are together yeah. sourcing each other, you know? So, um, so I love that. And I love it if you could talk about, cause you've been in business for a long time. You've had a lot of success. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what had you initially dive into podcasting? Like what made you make that turn mm. in to iTunes? So I'm one of those people that started a business and then realized I actually had to market it, right? It's like, oh, it's not if you build it, they're going to come, right? So, uh, you know, and I've been in business 20 years. So I, you know, every the game changed a lot in the last 10 years. There's so much technology that we have at our disposal that we didn't have back then. I was one of like the kind of the pioneers in the coaching businesses online. Like this was right when you know, Al Gore was just inventing the internet, right? Just kidding. He didn't. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He claims he did, right? Yes, he did. You know, for me, having a podcast came, and this is my second podcast that I started. I started my first podcast all the wrong way. I highly recommend that you don't do what I did first, which is um, kind of listen to advice on the side and, and like not really hire someone to help you build a podcast that actually will serve you and your business goals. Because the first one I started, and again, this was before Facebook Live, because if only Facebook Live had been invented, Mm -hmm. was a video podcast, which is really hard to watch on a mobile device. You know, like if we, if I had started it when Facebook Lives happened, I would have done it very differently. And I had that podcast for four years. And even though it was on video, we did a lot on YouTube. Um, It wasn't really 
as popular on iTunes because people don't like to watch video on iTunes, big learning. But what I found was is that it, it really, it allowed me to build connections with my listeners that made them want to hire me. And it made me, allowed me to, to build uh, recept- reciprocity, I guess mm-hmm. is the word, where you are, you know, like creating this connection with other experts and influencers. And what happened for me was that, you know, several times in my career, I wanted to reinvent myself or I wanted to reposition myself. Um, creating a podcast was similar to the authority that I was able to position when, when I very first started, which was hosting a live networking event, which was a lot of work and very exhausting. Mm. But it allowed me to kind of pull that same energy into the digital world. And then when I realized I didn't want to have a, have a video um, podcast, it was a lot of work, it was a lot of expense to edit it. I, I realized like I'll, I still loved podcasting. I just wanted to rebrand it and reposition it. So uh, we weren't stuck inside the video world. And I, I like the audio format a lot. I love the video when we're doing things like this, but I love the audio format a lot. There's a lot of flexibility there. So that's kind of how I got into it. Backwards, sideways. <laughs> Upside down. We get it. <laughs> I love that. And you know, I know you're all about amplifying your success too. Like that's your big, your big thing and being bold, like and yeah. going for your goals. What would you say for podcasting? Because I'm with you on the whole audio platform. I love it what would you say podcasting has done to help you to amplify your business? Like, mm. What's been, a, what's been the amplifier of it for you? Well, I think there's been a couple of things. I, and, and again, it all ties back to, do you have a clear message and do people experience that message through your podcast? And I decide, so here is the bold move. I, I teach something called the own your bold influence challenge once a year. And one of the things that I believe in is, is if you want to like really take your business to Excel, you're going to have to make some bold moves. So one of my bold moves was I literally uh, like decided I wasn't going to play by the podcasting rules. I wasn't going to do a daily podcast. I wasn't going to do just interviews. I wanted to create something that felt like me. And so I mix it up. I have some interviews, which you've been one of them, which was an amazing, one of my favorite <laughs> podcast uh, episodes that we've aired so far this year. But I also do solos. So I intermix some solo episodes of just me sharing wisdom, sharing insights, sharing, uh, you know, the different things that my clients have learned. And then once in a while, I shake it up and I do what I call an on-air coaching segment, where I literally coach someone live and give the listeners the, the strategy that this person uh, gets uh, as, as being a part of that, that uh, session. So I like to keep things different. It's, you know, I'm a fan of the James Corden show. I don't know if you watch that. I don't, but I guess I should, because you always know good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He's a funny, you know, he's a comedian. He has a late night TV show and I like to watch it once in a while. I I intentionally watch things that make me get creative and think differently. And that's one of the things that, that his show does. But what I love is they're always changing it up. And so the audience never really quite knows what's going to happen. And I think that helps to create the stickiness we want where the listener's like, well, what are they going to do this week, right? Instead of, okay, it's boring. It's the same thing all the time. And it's really easy to tune out that way. So that's a little bit of the background why we do it that way. I like it. And so how would you say, like, if you were looking at who to bring on or, you know, keeping it real and fresh and, you know, how do you pick your guests and who do you bring in and how do you find great guests? Because I know you, all of the above is true for you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So I I do a balance. Uh, I like having high profile guests because I think 
that everybody's curious about their business, about their life, about how they got where they are. And I think sometimes, and this is one of the things I try to, to hold on to in the, the Empire Success podcast and in our community is like keeping it real. Because I think sometimes people build these illusions up about what it takes to have a highly successful business. And you put people on a pedestal and it's like, everybody's the same. Some people figured out the strategy that works for them and others haven't. So when you bring in high profile guests, it does, it, it allows you to borrow some authority. And so I'm a huge fan, especially if you're newer and you're just starting out or maybe Um, you feel like you need to kind of reposition yourself or you want to reboot your business, maybe you've been dormant for a while, like borrowing other people's credibility and authority, like by picking really big name uh, people will help you kind of like, like take some of their, their, their uh, visibility and their influence. But I also, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Kind of flies together, right? Yeah. Uh, but I also like to bring lesser known names, people who are maybe on the rise or they're elevating their influence uh, by, by really building a business around their expertise, but maybe you don't know them yet, but what they're doing is just rock star. You know, they're, they're tapping into something that's really compelling. And it's like the everyday person is sometimes the person that we most want to hear from because they're like, well, they're just like me. I can do this too. So I like to mix it up that way. And also I found, and I know we've talked about this, people who are the everyday people, I think sometimes they're more grateful for the opportunities to get on high profile shows and they will go upside down into bat for you to share the show. Like I just had this amazing guest named Lisa Tenner. She's a rock star book proposal writer. She's a friend of our common friend, Samantha Bennett. Love Sam. And she, love you, Sam. Hi, Sam. Yeah, love Sam. <laughs> she was so gracious and generous. Like she shared it everywhere, but that's not her normal gig, right? Like she's not on the podcast circuit doing all the things. So it was really, she was really in gratitude for the opportunity. And, and so I think you get more of that when you have someone who's like the everyday person who maybe isn't a big name that everybody knows yet. I think it makes a huge difference too. Would you agree when people just like take the time to do that? You know, just you're like, you know, all the time and energy we put into growing our show yeah. for someone to like honor it and acknowledge it and help to grow the platform too. There's something so awesome about that. So if you're guesting at all, just keep that in mind, you know, that it does make a big difference to the people. And, and we'd all talk. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, Not oh, a gracious guest. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, just keep that in mind. You know, we all know each other. So, um, yeah, yeah. something interesting. One one more thing about that, because I think whether you're hosting a podcast or you're wanting to guest on a podcast, remember, most of us are not charging you to Mm -hmm. be on our show. And that is the currency. That's the exchange. Mm -hmm. That's the payment, if you will, is to really generously share about it. it. Look, it's helping us, but it's also helping you because now you're you're showcasing your authority and your credibility by being on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a great win, win, win for everyone. I love that. That's fantastic. So I know you have got to have some great stories. So <laughs> what's one of your- Can I air them though? Yeah, can we talk about it? What's one of your favorites that you can talk about um, that you might want to share about the podcasting journey? Like something that was maybe like most memorable or funniest or- most inspiring, like pick the emotion you want to bring. 
if there's a good story oh, though. So many. That makes I, it hard, right? Yeah. Well, I've had a lot of lessons learned <laughs> Those yes. are that really stand out, right? Like not pressing record <laughs> when, when you uh, start the episode and then you finish and you realize, oh crap, <laughs> record this episode. That's been brutal at times. Um, I think what, you know, what some of Okay, so here's a, a really, I don't know if it's a story per se, but it's its a perspective and it's an insight I've gathered along the ways. I have actually found sometimes that the greatest interviews, the greatest gems that came out with people that I didn't think it was going to come from them. Mm-hmm. And because like, I'm really genuinely curious as the host and I, I don't just follow a script that they give me, right? Like I know in media, it's very common to submit your questions and then, you know, people follow the questions and I, I do use those as prompts sometimes, but I like to get really curious and I want to ask things that they're not asked all the time, or I want to take the conversation to a get real level or a little bit deeper. And so sometimes the things that come out blow my mind and then reverse. Uh, Here's an example. In my first season, I interviewed a friend of mine uh, who I've known for many years. We've we've had this beautiful, gorgeous friendship. Her name is Rhonda Britton. She's the author of Fearless Living. I had a serious coach crush on her for 20 years (laughs) because she was the first life coach uh, to to have her on a TV show. And so I was just in awe of her for so many years. And then, and um, I was coming out of a dark night of soul and, and I wanted to talk about it. And she was gracious and willing to go deep into a very get real conversation about what it's like and, and almost like how it's a rite of passage. And it became something that was like the single most downloaded episode I ever aired. Wow. Because I realized people need to talk about the things they're not talking about. So that's a, that's an example, but I've also had the reverse where really, really popular superstar experts that I invited on were so boring. <laughs> and I, was like, <laughs> I can't get them to talk about anything good right now, right? And I was just, you know, you, you, when you're kind of shocked and you're a little yeah. off. So uh, that's actually one of the reasons I stopped doing my old podcast is I felt uh, emotionally disconnected from the people who were coming on and the conversations were getting stale and I just wasn't lit up about it anymore. And I think if you're bored with your podcast, you got to change it. Mm. Yeah. Cause if you're people bored, the people listening are bored. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can pretty much be guaranteed. So talking about that, like let's talk about getting real in the podcast. Cause when we do sometimes interview people and we, you know, we go into those places, you know, there's like disclosure remorse for people after they overshare sometimes in their mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you have any tips for someone who maybe is wanting to take their show to a deeper level and they also want to be a safe space for the guest? What are some, because you've been doing it a long time and taking people in beautiful places. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, so I always have a quick conversation in the green room before we go live. And I says, is there anything you is that's off limits that you don't want to talk about? Because I may take this somewhere that's off script that we don't count, that we're not realizing we're going to go, but it, but it's part of the conversation that's emerging. And so I give people a chance to let me know what's off limits. And almost always people say, no, we're all good. Yeah. Um, now, I do pre-record most of my episodes. So <laughs> I if something really like raw came up, I, I could edit it. But I think just framing the conversation, it's like, I want to have a conversation that we would have if we were having a glass of wine at a bar or we were having lunch at an event. Because these are the things that um, not everybody gets to have that conversation. And I kind of seem to have this 
interesting superpower that I get people to open up, yeah. right? She does, really. So, it's not unusual for people to maybe cry a little bit because we're keeping it real, you know? And it's like, I genuinely want to see people have the greatest breakthroughs of their lives. And that sometimes means talking about stuff that's uncomfortable. So I ask people if I have permission to go where it needs to go, and that seems to help. But I think sometimes vulnerability um, hangovers, as Brene Brown calls them, mm it comes because you actually haven't accepted the thing that you're talking about, right? Like you're still in pain about it and it, and you, you have to do the mindset work to claim it as a strength instead of seeing it as a weak area or mm -hmm. seeing it as a default or uh, not a default, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, uh, Defect or defect? defect yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other D word. Not Debbie. <laughs> yeah, no, the other, other D word. And not that D word. Don't go there. That's no, we don't go there. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> We're staying non explicit. We never have fun. No, never, never. No. <laughs> um, I love that. And I love that. Um, I love that you actually give them the permission. Do you ever find that people actually take you up on like saying, oh, can you go back and take this out or no? Yeah. Never. I give this I actually only once. Too, but yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I will take that back. The very first on-air coaching segment I ever did, I coached this woman so well that she asked me to not air it because she was embarrassed because I was calling her out on something that she was supposed to be the expert on. <laughs> what? Yes. I, I realized like it, I had to change my parameters. And so now they have to sign a thing that says if they, if they choose to not air the episode, they have to actually pay me for the uh, strategy session. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's really brilliant. Again, another learning, right? <laughs> yeah. You either get coaching or you, everyone gets coached, right? And you either pay yeah. for it if it's just for you. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I actually do the same thing. I'll let people, I'll say, you know, it's, don't worry, it's not live. If you need a do-over, you can always say, I need a do-over. Um, you know, and I think that th just that gives them the space to kind of relax. But I have had people say things about other people that they mm -hmm. wish they hadn't said. And they're like, can you yeah. please edit this little piece out about my son or my mom or, you know, whatever they were talking yeah. about, um, which I don't mind doing. It's no big deal. But, um, but it's nice though, because it gets you to go deep, right? Yeah. So what would you say is your favorite? Because you're really great at like systems too and like having outsourcing the pieces that are not your gift, like that you, you're you really good at getting supported in that way and helping others to do that for themselves, which I think is awesome. What would be like your favorite um, tips or strategies, maybe tip and strategy for like a tool and a strategy for around podcasting to kind of streamline what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, so systems are like my lifeblood, right? It's like my lifeline for being able to do more without feeling overwhelmed by all the moving parts. And some, some of my clients are like, please don't use the S word. It's like, <laughs> don't like the S word. Think of it as like a process to follow, right? And not that um, S word. No, just <laughs> yeah. A lot of our more creative artistic people think systems are going to strangle their creativity when really it actually creates more space for you to be more creative. So there's a couple of things that we do. Um, we have systemized almost all of the, from the request to be on the show or the uh, invitation to be on the show goes through a form. And then the form actually kicks off an entire sequence of steps that automates the workflow between my team and I. And then it, um, and we also, we did something new, which again, part of the systems is when people 
put their information in to come on the show, we actually send them a series of, of kind of mini trainings on how to be a great guest. Mm. Because I was really seeing that some people don't know because they're not in this world. They don't think like, oh, I should give this person a review because I was on their show or I should actually share it. Like it's sometimes they don't really think those things through. So um, we've automated all that. And we use a tool called Podio. And I got to oh. give a shout out to my former business manager, Jennifer Eckhart, who was such a brilliant systems person. She uh, turned me on to this tool. It was really helpful. Um, but uh, I like having forms that connect to workflows because anytime a human has to touch something, that's when the ball can get dropped. And I, I don't really like dropping balls very much. So no. we, that's one of my favorite systems around the podcast. But then we what also is, have a system. Podio? I'm sorry. Podio. It's P-O-D-I-O. Okay. And I can share it in the notes later okay. uh, or in the comments because I'm not on the comments right now, so I can be really present. But uh, what it does is it's a, it's basically, it's like Trello or, you know, any of the, the tools out there. It's a, it's a paid program, but it's actually very inexpensive. And I used to use teamwork.com and I fell in love with Podio because it just has such a really brilliant automated workflow uh, process, it, you know, and it's like, you can basically set up templates that run over and over and over again. It's just, it's really fantastic. Um, so that's what we use. I also workflow, automate the workflow on the back end. Like once we have the guest, uh, the, the show go live, there's a whole series of things to get automated. Uh, or, you know, we, we kick off like sending thank you cards or um, like we have, uh, I know you were talking earlier about this uh, audiogram. We like have little uh, things we do to what I call content spin each episode. Cause mm. I think it's a misnomer that you should, air an episode and everybody's going to listen. And I think podcasting is part of a greater uh, authority positioning strategy. And even if you have a ton of downloads and listens, if you're not content spinning your episodes when they go live, you're missing out on a whole like opportunity to continue to attract new listeners and to showcase your guest well. And I, I believe that as a podcast host, it is partially my responsibility to really like give my guest the best visibility possible. So we have a checklist of like seven things we do to uh, take that episode and spin it into a different platform or pull pieces of it and turn it into other consumable content to attract more listens. And um, you know, I don't do, I do one of the pieces myself, but the rest is done by my team. And it allows us to do what I call like a, a blitz. So what you're, we're constantly in people's faces. And what that does is it creates brand reinforcement. Mm. And it, it's just what works for us. You're so brilliant at that too. Cause I do, I see you like everywhere or I'll be like, I'll do something and I'll be like, Oh, she was tweeting that. And she tweeted that thing. And then she does other thing. I'm like, how did she get everywhere? But I get it. I okay. get it. It's a system. Second favorite tool then. Yeah. And if you are a podcaster and if you are on podcast as a guest, I highly recommend that you do this. Uh, if you do something, we use recur post. So recur, R E C U R post.com. But there's several out there, Meet Edgar, um, just a few other ones. I don't remember all their names right now. But what we do is every episode we air gets dropped into that. And what it does is it sends tweets out over and over and over again automatically. 
But here's the real trick. And this, again, you want a little secret to being a great guest and like get asked on all the big shows. I also, every episode I go live on, I put into a different thread on Post. So I'm constantly sending that out into the Twitter universe that I was a guest on Debbie's show or uh, like on Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Two things happen. One, you stay in front of that host who is an authority in their field and they know you're doing a great job you're going to get other invitations from them to do more things. You're staying on their radar and you're showing other podcasters that you're a great guest. And again, we're looking for that. So we automate it, but that's, it's a simple tool to use. It's really relatively inexpensive, but it, it sure makes the Twitter piece a lot easier. It's amazing. And if you're someone's friend, they're going to be like, Oh my God, they're my best friend. They were just sharing my stuff again and again. <laughs> In addition, there's only goodwill that comes from doing that. Like for, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, and I also remember getting a note card from you, a note, a physical handwritten note. And I was really yeah. impressed with that. Do you use a service for that or do you? Yeah, we use send out cards. Okay. Send out cards. Yeah. yeah it's great. They, it can create that. Pr- and you know, I tell my assistant what I want in the card and then she goes, cause it's just like my brain starts melting if I get in there and start learning all the technology. But then, you know, like you get to, and it's branded with my face and, and the, you know, we now have a new one with the, uh, the show uh, art and all that stuff. So it's just little things like that. You know, you're, 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 I'm a firm believer that collaboration comes through connection mm. and connection has to be fostered by at least one person, like somebody has to take the lead. Completely. And look at what we've created here today. It's born out of that sense of connection and community and the desire to collaborate and, you know, tap into each other's resources. Yeah. And just so you know, this whole thing came about. So Scott Carson started this in 2018 and we did this last year. And then we were at New Media Summit and I was with Melanie and she's like, I have an idea. Come see me at break. And so <laughs> she said, why don't we do that this year? And she's like, you can host and you know, we'll get it all set up because she was traveling. And, uh, and so here we are. And this is like yeah. just a couple of weeks later, we've just kind of put this together in this great group for today. So thank you for the inspiration, Melanie, and for getting it all welcome. started. Um, so that's awesome. So if you could leave the podcaster today or podcaster in the making with one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, start with the end in mind. You know, I, I know that a lot of us are very driven by our passions and I'm no exception to that. And podcasting in itself is a business, right? It is a lot of work. There is investment. You can do it on the cheap, but uh, there is going to be time and money invested in doing a good podcast. And so if you could start with like, what do you want to have happen by doing this podcast? Do you want to attract clients? Do you want to position yourself for uh, having a great platform when your book comes out, right? If you want to be uh, really um, marketable to publishers, what do you want the end goal to be? Then when you're crafting your podcast or you're out there po- guesting on other podcasts, your time is a greater return on investment than just kind of winging it and going willy-nilly and not having anything set up that really allows you to capitalize on your time well. Love it. And if the listener today would like to get more of you and your show and your work, where do they go? Yeah. So um, definitely MelanieBenson.com. We, can I talk about the challenge that's coming Please up? Please do. Yeah. And if you have uh, anything you want to like make a prize, anything, whatever you want, yeah, you talk I about it. I have a prize I wanted to share with everybody. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So 
we're doing our uh, Own Your Bold Influence Challenge. Uh, we'll open the doors in a couple of weeks. So if you are uh, on my radar, you're in social media, or you come onto uh, my list from any of the, the gifts that we have on my site, uh, or you can go to ownyourboldchallenge.com, you'll find out about it. But it's basically five days of massive, cool inspiration and gifts to literally become more visible in your business. So that's coming up. Uh, and then, yeah, I wanted to gift uh, a three-month membership in our Own Your Bold Inner Circle. Wow. So that's a $600 uh, program. And each month, we're tackling one of the areas where we can become more visible, we can become more influential, we can actually serve more people and make more money by doing little tweaks in the way we market and message and run our business. I love that. So that's one of the prizes we're going to auction later or we're going to, okay, awesome. So share this stream guys. (laughs) Cause that's coming. That's one of the, get get your sharing going. People have already been winning great things today. So that's so generous of you. And, and if you're listening in and you are really wanting to step into a bigger expression of yourself in business and in the world and really do what you're here to do at a whole new level, definitely check out her uh, Own Your Bold Challenge because Melanie's amazing. She's thank you. always inspiring me and calling me to my greatest self. So thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for hosting today. Yeah, it's been fun. Connecting with all of you. there. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast, but not been sure what type of equipment to use? Well, I got you covered. If you'd like to get our free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide, you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com. Thanks so much for joining in the conversation today. We will see you next time on Podcast on Purpose.